Hello, everybody, and welcome to the stream scene. We've got an awesome episode for you guys today talking about IRL streaming. Uh, I'm yeah. joined here by my lovely co-host, the Hunter Wild. What's up, Hunter? How you doing? Hello. Uh, I am doing... <laughs> He's he's gonna get there eventually. I am I am uh purely fueled by caffeine right now. This my sleep is my sleep has been terrible. I feel like a lot of us can relate. Um, but I'm I'm super excited about today's show. As I am pretty much every every time we do a show, but for for very different reasons. IRL streaming is uh for a lot of us that are like for a lot of us that have been on the platform for a long time. This is a very new space that uh, many of us myself included have been really hesitant about moving into we don't have a lot of the answers we don't know how it can perform for us we don't know what choices to make like what kinds of things we might be interested in in streaming and so we have two immaculate fantastic uh beautiful brilliant guests with us today to talk about a lot of these things so that we can get some of those some of those answers that is v parlefois and sequisha how are you guys doing today? And who are you? Can you tell us a little bit about you? We'll start with uh, we'll start with Sequisha. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's shy. He's not used to this. So sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm streaming for a while. I've been. I mean, the focus of the stream isn't the the IRL stuff for me, but it's been something that I poured a bit into to try to bring you know that level of production. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. With the whole you know built an IRL backpack just like V and uh I don't know it's been fun to kind of mix things up a little bit so I'm not just you know sitting inside playing on the computer and kind of expanding a little bit right. but yeah that's about it I guess I mean there's more to it than that but we only no, got so much time you know? into all that stuff <laughs> what about you V hi I'm V uh and I'm actually streaming this live from Paris uh where I'm actually on a big IRL adventure uh, I've been doing IRL for two years, off and on, and I've finally made it more of a full-time thing as of lately, and trying to really push uh, everything with the IRL. So I started when there was no IRL on Twitch, and I pushed for adventures using just my cell phone, and data was insane. So uh fast forward to today i've got a backpack and i've been streaming the crazy long streams in paris and it's been incredible so i'm really looking forward to talking irl i've built my backpack i know everything there is to know about the bag internet all the things so if you have a question feel free to ask Heck yeah. yeah and we will be asking lots of questions because hunter and i i don't <laughs> hunter do you have irl experience um, I have left my house a couple of times, oh, but I never okay. have streamed that, um, so it's minimal. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I've I've ever done an IRL stream, nor have I even been on an IRL stream. Um, Ooh, I did Periscope like twice at oh, conventions, really? like three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I that was that top is, quality. <laughs> oh, it was miserably bad. <laughs> yeah. I, was in, I was like in low light on a bench, and I was like, "Hey, guys." <laughs> It was real smart. I've done that before. The Periscope, that was actually the first time I'd ever done that, too. It had that weird thing where people were tapping hearts and hearts would just appear. Yeah, like, what is that? Like, did I just get paid somehow? <laughs> <laughs> is this, are these I, think I, did, I think I did one Periscope screen, stream ever. But, yeah, that was the thing on Twitter, I remember. I was like, what? Yeah. what's 
Yep. And uh, you also have Instagram Live too. That's really that popular. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, so I've, I've watched some IRL streams and uh, often I'll see people like passerbys come up and be like, are you on Instagram Live? Like to those people instead of, you know, Twitch. Uh, I think for IRL streaming, I don't think Twitch is the most popular platform for that. I think Instagram might be. I would agree there. I mean, I've done live on Instagram. It's super easy because you literally just push the live button and you're live. There's no like setup, no anything. I still don't quite understand it because they'll say people are in there and then they're not in there. And it's like, okay, uh, I'm only just post to the stories and stuff and like to go live more on Twitch, but it is definitely another avenue to go on. For yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that being like, because Instagram's reach is just, insane you know like yes. everyone that's got a phone that's not a flip phone probably has instagram on it i i think they probably it's probably easy to do that but it, it's probably more like talking into a void whereas like twitch kind of has the engagement you know i don't know because of the whole rolling chat and you know I yeah don't know. yeah i think instagram live does have a, a chat but I, I could not imagine just following that on your phone uh, I've tuned into some Instagram live streams too to try to like see what it's about and you see like a, a faded chat in the corner but again you're watching on your phone so it's a little bit limited because I don't I don't even know if Instagram has like a on I don't do they have like a website where you can watch live streams I don't think so I right? don't think so no Instagram using it on the internet anyways is kind of hard on the computer if you've ever used it it's not like computer friendly it's literally just the app is the main thing I still, no matter what, I think the Twitch streams, like seeing the streams and using the backpack, way better quality to using it on Twitch yeah. and more interactive. Yeah. For sure. And so on Twitch, like, you know, we started with the IRL channel, like that became a thing and then it blew up and then it's gotten split, and, split up now. How has IRL, how has that game changed? How has uh, discoverability for IRL content changed in your guys' opinion? In my opinion, personally, I don't like the split that they did. I love streaming under travel and outdoors, but the category is so far down and nobody will use it. Everybody uses just chatting and it's filled with no offense to anybody. There's a lot of junk in there too. So Certainly. it stinks that like Certainly. some of the good content that's out there is really hard to discover. Cause it's like, I don't want to be streaming under just chatting, but in order to have it viewed at all, Travel and outdoors is way down there. So I think honestly, Twitch has kind of messed up the category with that. Kind of like the creative stuff. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, I, I wanted to, to dive into that, but Sequisha, I'm more interested in what, what <laughs> you're no, going to no, say no. Than, my, than my own. I was just agreeing. I think you're, yeah, going whatever direction you're going, I'm right there with you. <laughs> So what do you think Twitch should do to facilitate IRL streaming? Like clearly this is Twitch is trying to get away from just gaming, but like they're it's not they're not really separating gaming from non-gaming content. Like how would you prefer IRL discoverability be done? Well, I think they should I think maybe hashtags within the category would have been good, just like one still IRL category and hashtags, but it also needs to be moderated a lot better. And the unfortunate thing is when it came out, it wasn't moderated to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. there is just so much stuff in there. Same with 
you know, different categories they bring out when they had the, you know, the eating cat, social eating and stuff, none of us moderated or rules weren't set ahead of time. Therefore, it just went chaos from the beginning. And it's just a mass to, you know, where people are putting porn on IRL and getting away with it. It's like, come on. I, I imagine that a lot of this is, um, while we're on like a, a matter of issue and discoverability, um, uh, a, a marketing thing, right? So uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it twofold. One, if you were already familiar with Twitch beforehand, you were familiar with Twitch as a gaming platform. If you became familiar with Twitch after the fact, it's probably because of Ninja and similar big mainstream explosions, which are also oriented around uh, gaming things. So when it comes to some of the specific subcategories, I, uh, I I imagine that with a shift in uh, in in marketing and an application of marketing by by Amazon Twitch that we would and they're probably I, I want to say that because they've they've been working on some of these uh, expansions and subdivisions of of categories that they that they do want to move in that direction and, and provide some some impetus for viewers to find it. Um, I imagine that that some marketing is coming down the pipeline. Just we haven't we haven't seen it yet. I would hope. I hope so. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. In the meantime, I just hope my best. And, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff out there, and hopefully it gets seen. Well, so now about the cool stuff that's out there, like, uh, what, the, what, how, so both of you made active choices instead of like stumbling into, uh, I don't even know how you necessarily stumble into IRL. You made active choices. To, to move in the direction of IRL uh, content creation, what did you, well, you don't necessarily have to answer these particular questions, but like, what did you then and what do you now feel is the value of IRL? Like, why is it worth streaming and why is it worth watching? Like, what what kinds of things are, are happening in this space? Are there unique create, create, uh, connections being made? Um, for people who who can't or don't leave their leave their homes, um, you know, because that's a that's a lot of us. Like we're becoming more aware of and finding ourselves more insular socially. Um, what where do you where do you find the value of IRL? Do you want me to? Yeah. Do you want to go? You go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'll go. It doesn't matter. I think I think if you look at any IRL streams um, and like clips from them, which is generally like the clips and the viewership on them is going to give you an idea like what people I guess kind of like to get out of it. Normally, sure. it's uh, uh, interactions with strangers, um, some way, shape, or form, or some type of like you know random element that enters the the uh, the broadcast, or if it's like some crazy environment, you know, something new. Um, you know, like I could be, you know, walking around streaming and then like some random guy comes up, says something crazy. Like people <laughs> thought it was funny, you know, and there's clips of it and this, that, and the other thing. So yeah, I don't know, just the chance of something new and unforeseen coming. I think that's a big allure. Uh, I mean, aside from like some type of like, uh, you know, just seeing new and interesting things, um, like, you know, with V's like traveling and all checking out all kinds of landmarks and crazy historic stuff, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's I've always had a community community oriented uh, channel. So for me, it's like, you know, things that we get to do together. And so before I was a tra I was a flight attendant. So I love traveling the world. 
I've always loved to share my passions with my channel. And that's a big passion of mine. And not everybody can have the means, or not everybody has the means or may want to do certain things, but they can see it through your eyes and experience it with you. And that's so valuable. Um, for example, when I was doing my New York streams, not everybody can handle the crowds of New York, but behind your screen, you get to experience what it's like going through New York through my eyes. Cause I always, for one, I have it on like my point of view vision. That's the main thing I like to do, like to make you feel like you're there and they get to experience it with you. They get to see your joy. Like for me, I have so much joy doing this. So it's, and I do things kind of differently. You know, I go anywhere from hiking to enjoying a sunset to letting people enjoy the ambiance of something. So I think those, those experiences are invaluable for those who can't always get the means to do them. And you get to share them with your community. So you're not even necessarily doing it alone, but you're with a whole community. And I think there's so, so much value in that. For sure. I mean, that's the magic of streaming, right? Is like, we get to make these connections with streamers, you know, and, and vice versa, streamers with viewers where it's, it's a very intimate setting. You feel like you get to know that person and then being able to like, you know, you're like traveling with them and you're like going on experiences instead of just like sitting on your screen. It's like another level of interaction and like getting to know someone, right? It's like, it's kind of like seeing like, if you saw like a celebrity in real life, you're like, oh, they're just a normal person too. And they're just walking about kind of thing, right? Now, what about the yeah, next exactly. level with it, where with uh, the like full full range camera and virtual reality immersion from uh, like a point of view perspective, like going through New York or Paris? I mean, I don't know. Have you ever have you ever done virtual reality and like your character or the camera was moving, but you weren't like kind of <laughs> yeah. like, makes you feel a little sick yeah. <laughs> until you get I'll used to it. Anyway, people. I remember I did that at TwitchCon playing at Sansar or whatever that game the game was. It was like, but the same people that made uh, Second Life or whatever. And I was, uh, they were like, here, I we recommend clicking to move, but you can use the joystick. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm like, use the joystick. I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like almost fell down like in the expo hall. But, yeah. yeah. I think it's also just the power of being with someone, like with the streamer, you know, not just by yourself too. And it's, it's realistic. It's real. It's actually real instead of being in a virtual reality set. Literally. It's real and you get to see so many different experiences. You're not just looking online to see the best of the best. You see all the nitty gritty of everything. Like today, for example, my chat bikes with me. Like we had so much trouble with the bike system today. Like half the bikes we ran into were broken. They get to see what it's like in Paris to discover like, Oh, bikes are broken. Oh, that sucks, you know, and keep going on. And, but then they also get to see like the hidden gems. Like today we walked an abandoned railroad track for an hour and a half and just listening to the birds singing and seeing all this graffiti everywhere. It was just yeah, such a cool yeah. experience. And it, it felt so amazing to be able to share that with people now, like, I think and that, share that with the world. That particular part right there, like the couple of things that you just mentioned for me really sort of stand out like a lot of us are never going to go to France but you get this you get a sense of of course it's true like that this language that I'm using is weak but you get a sense of of what it's of what it's like without ever going there you in this case you get to see that there is a public bike system 
and sort of what that's like in the good and the bad and like how that how that's sort of set up like i never would have known that had what? i not is gone that, myself. That <laughs> <laughs> where's the pegs um and and how how the rampant street art is in in france as well like it's everywhere and it's, some of it's beautiful and some of it's terrible and you without ever having an expectation for it because you know anybody's just sitting at home doing their normal stuff suddenly you're in it and you get without leaving your chair you're seeing all of these interesting things and putting together parts of the out the outer world thanks to somebody who's sharing it with you who's taking you along with it in the moment yeah yeah and it's also cool to to interact like for me like i always let chat like you know help pick things if they want to like be involved in it so you involve them with it which is also nice as well so they get a sense of like being able to choose or if they want to see something like the other day we saw the inception bridge i played the music we did the walk down oh, for real? Awesome. something fun to do <laughs> Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. I was actually going to ask, do you guys ever like resort to Twitch for help or advice or trying to get through a situation when you're doing oh, yeah. an IRL stream? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually awesome. there's, I can think of one right now that always sticks out. I think there's still a clip of it somewhere I was doing. Cause I, well, kind of going back, like the reason why that really kind of drew me to IRL streaming was the, it was, I was playing Pokemon go. So I was away from, you know, the, uh, computer and I was out playing and I was like, man, I kind of want to like share this. I kind of want to like, you know, talk with chat too, you know, talk with people over the community. And, uh, I was doing it. I went out to some park and, uh, and I had two of the phones. Okay. So I'm like looking at chat on one and I had notifications on the other with the backpack. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes later, I'm like, wow, I'm like missing one of the phones. So we had to like go back and someone took a clip at where they last saw the phone and like it was back like randomly on the trail oh. somewhere like oh, on the wow. ground so like you know it, it, like we found it it was like a very triumphant thing it was a interesting very lucky wow <laughs> we found it. i yeah, honestly had it. that same situation once like something i left behind and chat was able to find it. wow that's awesome <laughs> I, need I think it was, I think it was just like my really life. nice water bottle but still yeah, backtracking. So but yeah, since I'm in France, <laughs> since I'm in France, I don't like my, I have some knowledge of French, but I have a lot of French speaker or people from France that have been in the stream. So they've recommended stuff, you know, they've like helped if like someone's talked to me and I didn't quite understand what they were saying, like someone's translated it for me. So that was really That's cool too. It's really handy to have like yeah. your own personal little tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Um, so do you guys like when you're doing IRL streaming, how much of it is like planning out what you're doing for the day or like versus like impromptu, just whatever happens? I want to know so much about this. I when I do bigger trips like say this, it's mostly impromptu because I don't want for me like that's the the joy of traveling for me that's the kind of traveler i am because like you can find stuff like if you want to stay longer you can you find hidden gems and you go off the path to do something else i love to do stuff like that because that's how you find some of the really really cool stuff like i plan something like i plan my airbnb for paris but as far as like every day we just go we go and explore and you find something 
oh, this place looks amazing to eat. Let's eat there. I don't, I don't we want to go like on a railroad track today. Dad. Let's go there. Yeah, instead of like, we're here's our schedule. Here's our itinerary. Here's we're going to hit this landmark and then go to this place for lunch. And Exactly. When you have more time to plan it. But if it's like a like a half day and I'm going for a hike, then obviously like it's planned. Like, oh, we're going to do this hike yeah. today to stream. But like for Paris, like I have two weeks in Paris. We're just going to explore and go. Yeah. yeah, I think for, for me, I've kind of had to map out some of it or just kind of plan like a very rough estimate um, and then kind of go from there. Because like, first of all, I need to be like, you know, far enough away from home that I'm not like doxing myself because people are weirdos. <laughs> so people, God, yes. and that too, like, you know, I have to like kind of make make a change of scenery sometimes because like if I'm like downtown doing something, there's always some random dude that's like, hey, I know where you're at. That's like right down a block from me. You know, it's just like, oh God, I gotta get out of here. I don't feel like yep. decking somebody today, you know? Like, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, one of those weird things. You know? Yeah, do you guys ever have like viewers come up to you in the street? Uh, uh, one person actually came this last week. They came up and said hi, they saw where I was at. But generally, since I'm young and a female, I'm like, please do not come find me on stream. Like, I'm against that. Like, I'll do meetups at cons, and I might do a France meetup, but generally, like, coming out, I'm like, please don't do that. If you randomly run into me, and, like, you see my, you see I'm streaming, you ask about it, totally fine. But to come out and seek me out, I don't know. I'm not, I don't like that. I think That's it's not. terrifying. Not yeah. kosher. That's kind of a spooky scenario. That, that Every type time, of, yeah. And I, like, even if somebody isn't like, um, you know, don't have ill will or whatever, it's just kind of like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just one of those weird things. Cause you and never really know. People are nuts. Have ill will. Uh, but it's still on our side, right? It's always on anybody's side who's doing the creation and is out there. It's like, it, it can easily fill you with terror because you don't know what their intention is. And since anybody can move in that direction, it's, it gets, it gets weird. So, okay. So what about, the straight up um the the practicalities hardware um every, and every so every, the, from the lowest end to maybe not necessarily the highest end but like what's our spectrum here for what's available and worthwhile for actually creating an IRL stream like minimum threshold is, is that really acceptable at what at what point do you upgrade I think if you're an area like in the US or well, technically wherever you're from uh, and you're using your phone, like that's a good start. See if you like it first before you buy the major hardware, like experience it with your phone first. That's what I did when I went overseas with my phone. That was another story because it was <laughs> hell. There was a lot of problems I ran into data issues, all sorts of things. I did get some streams off. But for the most part, I was like, oh, this ended up just being more of a vacation because the tech hours I put into trying to figure it all out was just a mess. Um, when I got the backpack, I built the backpack last year. Um, so I know the hardware in and out. I know the data. The data is the biggest issue. And I will tell you that right now. Data costs a lot of money. If you want to really have a solid, solid stream, is going to cost you a lot of money. Just for example, my international data for a month is $1,000. It is a lot, but my streams are smooth as 
prick right now. And I knew that going into this, what it was like beforehand. So I made the exception and I saved and I put it towards yeah, this yeah. so that I could have nothing go wrong. And now what about will there still be problems? Stuff? Yes, there will yeah, be yeah. for sure. Um, do you, for do you as have, much like, a backup plan for it? Uh, I mean, I have backup cords and a battery and I have backup of everything. One of everything is what I always say to bring just in case, because things will break, especially if you're using the backpack when you're out and about, it will break. Things will mess up. It's, it's not the easiest tech. Well, I will tell you that for every hour I streamed, I probably put double into tech and figuring and servers and all sorts of stuff, but I know it inside and out now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I kind of ran into some of the same stuff. I mean, you kind of have to experience it, you know, like once at least uh, when you start like, you know, uh, figuring out what these problems are and kind of how to circumvent them. Because, uh, you know, as a streamer, whenever you run into tech issues, you don't ever want to run into it while you're live, you know, first of all. So anytime, anything you can do, well, at least for me, I'm sure a lot of people, anything I can do to prevent me from having to deal with a tech issue online is like always like super important, like on days off or afterwards to like nail it out. So I, uh, I finally got something, uh, the the dream essentially, I could do a gaming stream. And then uh, um, after that, if I wanted to go get food or go get a drink or something, I could literally throw, throw it on like kind of a, um, uh, like an intermission type thing. You know, a buddy of mine put together like nice like intermission type thing. And then using a, um, a you know, then I can fire up the backpack and uh, through a RTMP server and then yes. go live from my streaming computer, like without having to drop signal or like yes. turn off the broadcast or anything. So and that was that, that took do. a lot of stuff to like figure all that out to get it working <laughs> yeah. properly. It's honestly a must. The RTMP server is yeah. great. I have the same thing. That way, if something happens in your backpack, I had that the other day. My backpack died because I streamed like 13 hours. Sweet and I put it on the BRB screen and I ran home, grabbed my <laughs> other battery, and they were back in. That's awesome. <laughs> Holy crap. That's amazing. So, like, walk me through, like, the basic. Well, not the basic. Walk me through your guys's IRL backpacks right now. What, what is behind all this like what's in it yeah yeah what's it made of uh i can show you actually so yeah. this is the handy dandy battery it's humongous and it weighs a crap ton you ever carry yeah. that backpack around you'll feel like a weightlifter after <laughs> because carry it around for 17 hours you'll feel great unfortunately oh, you're familiar um, with this so this is a big <laughs> This back, this battery lasts about, I'll say it lasts about 12 hours. That's pretty um, damn good. Take. That's really good. That's hours. with everything charged up already. Then it's like kind of like exactly. supplementing that power. Charge it up every okay. night. I also bring the charger with me. And if I sit down to eat, if I have a chance and there's a plug in, I try to charge it as well just to give it some extra juice. Um, then the biggest thing that lets you stream is the live view unit. This thing is the most expensive part of the backpack. It's about a thousand to 1500, depending on if you get the one with SDI in it. Um, but this is what allows you to stream and it look crisp and clean. Uh, it has four modems that are four connections that you can use four modems and they bounce off each other to give you the best signal possible. So you can get up to five, 6,000 megabytes per second, oh, wow. which nice. is a really strong stream. 
Yeah, you can get even more than that on there too. Because I was I was playing between the Terra deck and that the Terra deck. I think you can only tether two modem sources up to. Um, whereas I in the live view you can do four. Two of them will be like USB connections. One of them's through the Ethernet, yeah. and then one's on the Wi-Fi. So it's a pretty sturdy connection. I think I've I've been able to get up to like uh, I don't know like almost 10k bit rate out of it, which is like oh, wow. you know 8500 8, for Twitch because they you know, it's kind of the cap. But oh, I love this nerdy. Yeah, yeah, we, we pretty much have the very similar setup. It's kind of like the gun runs backpack kind of. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, default. What was that thing on the front of your camera, by the way? Is that uh, just a lens cover, just to protect it? Or, or is that uh, yeah, it's a lens cover, which it worked in handy today because I scaled a brick wall and then I scratched the t front of it. I was like, oh, good thing it wasn't the camera lens. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. No, that would suck because it doesn't really come off. You have to like, get a new one. <laughs> Buff it out. No. It'll be fine. It's yeah, take some thousand grit sandpaper and hope it works out. Yeah, no, the cover is great. I discovered that when I was at TwitchCon, um, and they had it, and they gave me one. So That's I was nice. like, well, That's this nice. is thankful that I had this today because the bottom part of it's all scuffed up. I'm like, all right, good. That's not on the lens part. So, I'm... <laughs> uh, so are there any of the parts that go into the setup? Like critical, critical elements? I mean, uh, though, I mean, there's cores that you plug in, uh, sure. having good cords, you know, a camera, the camera has the mic. The other thing I would recommend for your camera is having a wind, little wind thingamabobber on it. I can't remember the name of it, but the Make little wind jammer. Man, if you're in loud places, it makes a difference. Try for the mic? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're not using like a tacton mic, you're using actually the camera mic itself. Yeah, I haven't upgraded to anything crazier than this because I'm so mobile with mine and I do stuff. Like, I'm not going to scale a wall with a $1,000 camera. I'm not going to wake surf with a $1,000 camera. So because I do stuff like snowboarding and active streams and I'm biking and all the things, this works for me. So the, the thing she's talking about is this on here. And if you look at it, I'll get it to focus on it so you can see, kind of. Yeah. To like this yeah. little. Oh yeah. And it was funny because I had this. It's over my shoulder, right? And it's almost like, oh wow, even your camera's got a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it kind of does look like that. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Intentional. <Yeah. laughs> I will I'm say though, we did uh, a fireworks stream last year, which ended up being yes. really pretty. And because we were stationary, um, we did use a nicer camera for that and a wind guard. Um, sometimes that can be kind of challenging to set up and takes a little while to set up. I like this one because it's easy. Um, and for the most part, it doesn't give any problems. And it does have a nice zoom in feature. The one thing you have to be aware of, though, is these cords. Um, sometimes they can be a pain in the butt and you'll go through a lot of cords. Uh, they sure, move, sure. you can tape them down. That'll just be like, trial and error what works for you i'm still finding out what works for me for that yeah. so now what about with the starting stuff uh so we were talking about like just using your camera which was a nice uh your camera your your phone which does eight million things including the camera um and it was a nice introduction of the feature which i've never used and i'm completely unfamiliar with uh but by twitch through the the app right that you can broadcast directly from your phone just sort of natively 
Well, I was using the Streamlabs app because that had your notifications built into it. That's nice. Then. Yeah. But because of like your phone doing the encoding through it, I don't know the way it was like written in the app, like your phone would get mega hot. Hot, or, yeah. Like super hot. And plus if you're charging it too, because it sucks the battery. Um, yeah, that's just one of those things. Like the phone would get so hot, it was hot to the touch. Like I would like burn myself probably if I stuck it like on my wrist or some Ooh. really sensitive skin, <laughs> okay. you know? Yeah. That's really useful information. So um so that's another that's another quality too, is like your 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 alerts and reading chat and doing all the streaming at the same time, trying to do that from your phone. You obviously run into this hazard. Um is there is there any relevant additional equipment that you could think of? Like, do you want to plug in a microphone to that headset, headset mic? Anything that adds value? I used to use a gimbal for my phone. Nice um, nice but choice. with the newer phones, they have the stabilization sometimes. So you could probably just use a selfie stick, but you know, a stick or like the gimbal worked out, but with the gimbal, with the iPhones, it wasn't very friendly. I had to get attachments and do like, you know, you couldn't plug in too much stuff. You had to get like the double plug in and then that didn't want to work oh, as the attachment. So I had a challenge with it. I would say, you know, double phone, you know, if you want to look at your alerts on one stream yeah. on one. Yeah. Yeah. Double phone. There's some too. You can, uh, like these little wristband things. Let me see if I've got one. I think I do Ooh. actually. Oh yeah. Here. So you, you can put it on a, and, and it doesn't work all the time. This one's actually a really good one. I haven't gotten to try it yet, but it's got these little stretchy little, uh, on the outside where it'll stretch around any phone. I think I even saw in an ad, like somebody put like an iPad on. What? <laughs> Full scale. Yeah. Cause it's like really stretchy. So that would, and uh, also it spins around too. So, um, you know, you don't have to like turn your arm sideways to be able to, <laughs> yes, I haven't used this yet, but soon, I guess. Probably. So that's for putting a phone on your, right, right. like read stuff. And yeah. That'd be ideal for like reading chat or seeing some type of notifications or Alerts. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just to free up a, a hand, especially if you're doing like one of these numbers, there's also with a stick, the selfie stick, uh, thing. I think there's something that can mount to it, an attachment, like, so you could put a phone on that. So if you're pointing it at you, you can be looking at a phone that's like part of the, you know, the device, the selfie stick that you're holding. So, and I guess another factor here that uh, is important to note because of how easy it is to surprise people with it is as strong as you think you are, you, you can easily get worn out just holding up a phone like this for like 30 minutes. Maybe give that a shot too before actually creating a right. stream and see how long, see what it actually feels like to hold up a phone or hold up a selfie stick that has a phone on the, on the like end or whatever it happens to be. Attachments, like a bell attachment or something that you can rest the stick off of. A backpack so. yeah, that yeah. just has an extension um, off like, of it that's like. Yeah, yeah. There's actually, I, I, cause I was looking into a lot of this stuff too. I was thinking about getting one of those like, there's like a, not like a tack vest or whatever. I have one of those, but like, like a fisherman's vest or something like that to like hold some of the stuff might be a little kind of helpful. Yeah. But I was a V I was going to ask you, I'll ask her when she gets back <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the backpack that is part of the whole thing now is a, uh, is one of these right here is a, uh, well, this is the one that I'm using. It's a God. What is it called? Oh, she's got uh, a new one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man from, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to ask you what backpack you're using. Like uh, I actual, use that like... same backpack, but yeah. I ran into, I will tell you, after four or five hours, like my shoulders are dead. And oh, I yeah. still lasted 17 hours, but it's like, it's, 
it's heavy. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm athletic. Yeah. I'm super athletic and it's yeah. heavy for me after some time. Uh, but, uh, live, you gave me this backpack to try, which I haven't set it up and it's like one strap. Um, I don't know how it's going to work yet. So I haven't configured it out. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to try it, but my thing is I'm trying to do lighter stuff. There's this, but obviously I'll have to find a new way for carrying the stuff, but it gives you a little bit of support more and you wear this kind of like a vest. Um, so I was thinking to put that cause I'm also trying to find ways to make it less, uh, what's the word? Um, less clammy. This is the absolute most we've ever had guests come on and off camera. I, 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 I like yeah. how they're just more and more stuff piling cool up. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to be buried. Well, yeah, I'm not sure the chat. Everything Absolutely. that's involved in this. Well, I just the noticed things, this. They're like constantly getting, getting stuff. One of the things I noticed about like that Manfrotto backpack was my, especially like, you know, when it's hot out, my back would get crazy hot and clammy. Like it yeah. was just like, because it was just, you know, you have the battery heat and then everything else, you know, just having a backpack anyway. So I got one of these, I haven't hooked it up yet. Osprey. It's one of the Osprey, Osprey backpack yeah, that has great. like the little breathable system back there. Cause it has like the four points of contact. Yeah. So I, uh, the only problem is that live view encoder has to be like in a mesh pocket or something where it can breathe. Exactly. But I, I got some mesh material too, that I'm going to like sew onto it and attach to it somewhere. So it's secure at least, but that, I don't know. That, yeah. that, that portion is absolutely vital. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's like you, you, I, with with IRL streaming, it's, you'd learn it at the same rate that you do as a backpacker. You only need to go out once or twice to go. I'm my, I'm never doing this again without <laughs> having like that mesh material back there in like some space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, even my modems get hot too. Like some yeah. modems will get really hot. Some are like okay, but this is the thing I was talking about that it's like. Uh, it's for the smaller setup. It's more of a mobile one if you can't, because you can't take the backpack in everywhere either, yeah, which I've sure. run into in France. So I'm trying to fix it to where I can put it here and I'll wear like a purse that'll hold the stuff. But it's just things I'm messing with still. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing about IRL is it's so new and like the technology is so, so new. It's yeah. going to change drastically in the last next few years and hopefully get more compact and easier. Yeah. I would love to get years. an IRL fanny pack. Yeah. Like Eventually. one yeah, little. The less, <laughs> the less pressure on your shoulders, the better for sure. sure. I mean, I've, I've run into that. So I started putting my back, like I've been biking a lot. So I started putting the backpack and giving everybody a point of view of the backpack from the, the bike. Oh, like putting it in the, in the basket or something? In the basket. Oh, they yeah, ride yeah. in the basket. <laughs> like, a, like a little dog. Like a just. Yeah. Like, or I'll wear nice. it. I'll wear it on the front sometimes and kind of cool. hold it as I'm walking. But yeah. there's just different things you can do. I mean, it's, 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 you kind of, you kind of deal with it. You know, I dealt with it for a long time wearing it. I'm like, oh, this, this is sore, but you know what? Whatever. I'm cool. So. Now with your guys' backpacks, how do you read chat? Do you still use your phone now? The phone. Okay. The alerts are the hardest thing for me because I know like there's another phone you can use that you can split the screen, but with the iPhone, I still haven't discovered that. So chat usually tells me what, what the alerts say. I have my alerts yeah. that can pop up because I have a server, which is really nice. So they can hear the alerts still. So it's no different. It's great. Uh, just for me, I can't hear it as much. Gotcha. And so this does seem critical to you guys, right? The RTMP server. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is. Uh, it's not. It's not like a necessity. Like it's not a literal you, necessity. If the only way you can do it is you just stream. I still say stream, mm -hmm. but you know it's kind of a nicety to have a server. They have them for sale, so it's really easy setup. That was too expensive for me, so I actually had a friend that helped out yeah. with a server. So if you know people with servers, it's helpful. Yeah. You know, you still go through troubleshooting as with everything. So in my opinion, it's always good to learn the tech. Learn the tech, right. learn yeah. your bag. <laughs> you know, you can buy a built backpack, but there's no reason you can't build it yourself. I built it on stream and showed people how to build it. It's not that hard. And knowing everything behind your backpack and knowing how it all works so if something goes wrong is when vital in my opinion it person yep. and if somebody hands you tech and you don't know how it works what do you do when it breaks, when it breaks you've yeah. got nothing yeah. yeah and having to rely on you want to rely less as least amount as you can on others and be able to fix it and troubleshoot it yourself right V, you know what actually was my my biggest barrier in setting up the RTMP thing? You know when you go into the like the live view settings, like you have to go into the browser yeah. to set it up. I didn't know that the stream name, like you know, in the settings, you have like, hey, what's the IP? This stream name, stream name was actually the stream key, and like, yeah. like and just I don't know, it was because it was labeled weird. So that they was, don't the tell you that. It's yeah. things you learn yeah yeah so that's one of you if anyone else gets a live view stream name means your stream key so interest i will forget that and i will dm you and <laughs> i'm probably Wait, I, think, I think i'm gonna need to make a guide for this online yeah, yeah, like yeah, just for sure. a little itty bitty things so well, okay so uh what types of content are we looking at here like what kinds of things do because uh, you know, a lot of us when it can can easily find creative blocks, especially when we've been streaming for a long time, whether it's been successful or less so, we tend to get into, you know, a little bit of a rut in our thinking of what's possible. So I I'm wondering if you guys have anything that could like that could like fuel that if for for a lot of us, what kinds of things can we be thinking about that we can get out and, and stream? I mean, just basic stuff, but also maybe some more interesting things and just in, type, in terms of type. Start, first of all, start with your passions. What do you enjoy doing? Go out and stream that. Go out and stream whatever you like to do. For me, wake surfing, snowboarding, hiking were all big ones for me. So all active things for me. But you could even stream going to eat. You know, there's those shows where they go and eat at restaurants and critique food. Like if that's what you like to do, go do it. I would love to do, do that. <laughs> it's, that's actually something on my list of things I want to do still is like go to actual restaurants, set it up to where I could be like Guy Ferrari or whatever and like go in and like cook with them and do all this stuff. And I've actually streamed a cooking, like a cooking class before and it was really fun. You know, whatever you like to do, I say start there because honestly, and I've done this before, when you stream stuff you love, your chat notices that they enjoy it more. You enjoy it more. If you're doing stuff you don't like, it's not yeah. going to be as fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're not like, a, if you're not big on hiking or whatever, you should, you probably shouldn't end up getting lost in the mountains somewhere. Probably. <laughs> Although that might make for good clips. It probably wouldn't be like, you know, good in the end, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it could honestly be anything and everything. It's up to you whether you want to stream it on yourself, your point of view. 
I like to do the point of view be- mostly, um, basically, because I like to make it like you're seeing things through my eyes. And plus, if you're just looking at me, I may as well just be in front of a computer if you're just looking at me the entire time. So I've got a question for you guys. What is the like wildest thing you've done IRL streaming or that you want to do while IRL streaming? I, I still want to skydive. <laughs> skydive? Yeah. Oh, that'd Jesus. be that'd be rad. If you can keep us all connection through that, I don't even know. Yeah, like, connection is the problem while you're yeah. up there. I don't know. Skydiving would be awesome. I, one thing I wanted to do, like if I go to like Disney World again sometime soon, try to sneak the backpack onto some of the roller coasters or you know, and like I know that'd be pretty neat, I think. Yeah, I think you yeah, have to I slim it down to like a fanny pack or something for that to work. Exactly was working on this setup because i wanted to go to disney world <laughs> and stream it that'd be so but i fun. honestly um the thing i really want to stream is i want to stream a spartan race with it on yeah uh, spartan that'd race is my goal for this year um if i can get as fit as i want to be for it and then it would be really cool to do something and i don't think the internet's good enough for this but like something like not Mount Everest, but like the base camp of Mount Everest or somewhere really crazy, you know? My my thing is I want to take it where internet, unfortunately, doesn't quite go <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, right. That's, uh, yeah. That is an issue. <laughs> One thing that I've thought about that I, that I kind of want to do is, uh, like, say if I end up doing, like, playing more live music, uh, you know, doing it from, like, the stage perspective and, like, and try to get the, like, the audio mix, like, from the, from the board somehow patched into it, too. I think that'd be pretty rad. That'd be really you know? cool. Yeah, I'm, like, up on stage, like, near the, near the drummer's legs or something, you know, and everyone else, and, like, seeing, like, the crowd from, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, or, like, your shoulder as you're playing, and it's, like, it's, like, oh, yeah. the, the viewers are playing in front of the crowd, like. Yep. <laughs> it'd be really cool to change it from perspective too from each like have a area. couple cameras and have a couple of cameras set up of yeah need like a production uh, team to like switch between them oh sweet heavens <laughs> yeah. i mean as long as you do have the rtmp server up you just you you just need somebody else who can access that to change your stuff around mm-hmm. or can access yes. wherever, wherever your obs is outputting the other thing, so the, I think the craziest thing I've done is probably wake surfing, snowboarding streams. Um, I would love to do scuba diving streams eventually too. That yeah, I know. Cool. Like, how does uh, how does the internet work like underwater? I mean, in terms <laughs> of apparently, like, uh, apparently there is tech that can do stuff like that with the wireless cams, but it's just like I'm about to to do my research for that one after this trip. I just, I need that phrasing. How does the internet work underwater? It almost sounds like the how to, like, how do magnets work or whatever. Or whatever. It kind of sounds like that. As soon as I heard it, it was like, wait. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so we do have some questions. And if you guys have any questions uh, for the panel about IRL streaming, feel free to throw them in chat. We'll try to answer what we can. Uh, first question comes from Lampmaster 5K. Uh, do you ever bring an extra person while IRL just to have someone help you uh, in case you have a weird encounter or tech issues or just having Such a buddy? A great question. And, and with conversation stuff too, right? Yeah. Like a lot of yeah. considerations you can have for that. Yeah, we, yeah, honestly... we both... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we both always have, you know, like hired security, like kind of following us anyway, so... <laughs> 
armed security. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I, I've done IRL streams last, uh, last, uh, Thanksgiving and, uh, last Thanksgiving I was in New York. So, uh, I was streaming a lot with another person and, uh, so that was really nice. That was really helpful. It's nice to have commentary with another person. And if somebody has to do something or take care of something, it does help a lot. But the reality, unfortunately, is like, I travel mostly by myself. I'm at home. I live alone. So, you know, I don't want to always have to wait for somebody to do stuff like that. And then also, you know, as I'm traveling, I get to kind of like, you know, also take care of what I want to take care of and not have to worry about another person. So there's, there's benefits to both for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, ha having someone else on a, on the trip is kind of like, uh, can, I don't know. I haven't personally had like a like a stream mate or whatever, but I mean, stream most of the ones that, that do oh, like that, yeah, <laughs> well, some of the ones that do really well generally is like a small group of people because they can always kind of bounce something off. It's not just you, like right. okay, out in the wild, let's see what happens. You know, <laughs> so, uh, there's always something else to kind of ping ideas off of and a little bit of a little uh, banter. Yeah, find yeah, your partner like at streammate.com, guys. <laughs> Coming soon. Streammate.com. Find your one and only. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it could help for sure. For me, I don't, it doesn't bother me to have quiet moments on my stream because sure. I, for me, a lot of when I do IRL, like if I'm watching a sunset or something, I love to share that ambiance. And sometimes that means having quiet moments and not talking as much so you could hear what's going on and really feel like you're immersed. Um, so for me, it doesn't bother me too much at all. Yeah. So it just depends. I think it's just depending on style of specific people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't help but think that it would be always a value in terms uh, somewhere down the line to have somebody with you thinking always thinking back to the privacy elements um and and you know where where people can come out and and, and find you whether you have one viewer in your stream or ten thousand um and you know the, the, even when that's never going to happen for a lot of people realistically you feel better about it you feel more comfortable and that allows you to put on a better show as opposed to the did you hear that kind of a thing that I know I would be doing, you know, if I'm if I'm out at out at night and like sort of feeling this concern for for safety, which I think is 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 fair in, you know, in 2019 as it has been for thousands of years, you know. Never know what's going to happen and feeling comfortable in your own in your own skin while you're out and about in the world, I think is very valuable. I would agree so. I guess I'm just fearless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I think, think for a lot of people the value is very important for yeah, so I think if you can, it's it's not a bad idea to to think about bringing out bringing out a friend or somebody. Yeah, I definitely think it. I definitely do see the value in it. I I I if I had somebody who wanted to travel the world with me all the time, then that'd be great. But yeah, right, right. That also maybe doubles the cost of going anywhere. Um, so you were you were a flight attendant, right? I was before this, so I'm used to traveling on my own too. Yeah, so I've yeah, yeah. I've traveled all over, yeah. and I bet you yeah, were first class over. 
What? You were, you were, you were the first class gal? <laughs> we didn't have first class, but I was definitely F1 most of the time, yes. Doing the announcements and greeting everybody in and out of the plane, for sure. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, I miss it. I loved it. It was such a great experience to meet and travel and all the things. I, yeah, I don't know Like uh, if I could do something like that because I feel like the pressure in the cabin really kind of messes with my like the pressure of my head you know like it gets like like i have to like you know like do like weird stuff to relieve like you know like i feel like my ears like i sometimes they won't pop after getting off a plane and then they finally do and i can hear like backwards through time and it's like the most like, mind warping thing yeah luckily i've never had too much of a problem with that but for sure i mean it does take its toll on you like people who have worked in that industry a really long time it takes its toll for sure. sure my sleep schedule sure. my sleeping habits are a lot harder than they were before being a flight attendant yeah i couldn't imagine that for so long i know this is a little bit off topic but i uh, checked out from a grocery store yesterday and uh the guy on his tag it tells you how long they've been there this cat was there had been at that store apparently or with that company since 1988 and i'm just thinking like <laughs> I'm like, man, wow. this guy's gotta like be He's close to retirement as or long as we've been alive. Right. Longer. Right. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> like been servant, friendly servant since 19. And wow. he was super nice. Like really nice guy. I just I, can't, I, I can't hope he's to close to retirement or something. I'm on stream and I'm like, I've been streaming since 2014. Uh. <laughs> I feel like if you worked in a place that long, you know every single like bit of information about that store oh, like yeah. where every single thing is located like the gps of everything in that store <laughs> no doubt gosh i mean it's like your home yeah <sighs> all right so one thing that was immediately um that that was a, a topic of conversation uh right after uh and and, and continues to be uh so right after irl became a thing um, is tied into uh, what Concadonk64 asked, as well as, um, oh, the follow-up one that's missing. Yes, um, um, Bilali, the one Bilali asked. What? The one that Bilali asked. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, related to, it's related to etiquette, and when it comes to, to, to streaming out in the world... Most of the time that you're streaming, you're not alone. You know, you're not out in the woods, uh, you know, glamping or something solo. You're out in the world where other people occupy it as well. And they are just living their lives, just walking down the street, just shopping, just eating their food and become unwitting elements of your stream that you're producing and putting out into, you know, your own particular space. What what kinds of etiquette issues exist there? What is like a best practices in terms of behavior and um, considerations for that kind of stuff? I always, when I say like I'm going up to pay for something, most of the time I try to turn the camera unless they're cool with it. So it's not like Same if I get into it. Yeah, if I get into an Uber, I ask permission first. I saw that today. Just to make sure they're okay with it. But I also let them know, hey, it's going to be facing the other way, not towards you, just to make sure they're okay with it. Sometimes people jump in the camera and they just want to be on it and they're like, cool sure. with it. It's like, okay, fine. 
But you know, there's not a lot. There's not a lot you can do when you're walking around. Like if somebody happens to get in the view, like that's that's like not too big of a deal in my opinion. Sure. You know, if somebody's like, please no camera, and then I turn it away. Um, but if I'm like in a restaurant, I usually I ask to sit like somewhere where it's like more private or like it's not facing any of the patrons or like, you know, if somebody comes up and asks me, then of course I'm more than willing. But I try not to, I don't try to invade on people. I don't go up to people randomly and just like have the camera in their face. I've never been like that. I know their IRL stream is like that. Not cool. I don't like that. I don't yeah. do it. Yeah, I think it's as, as long as like you're trying to make it seem you know, like you're not like going out of your way to like film somebody like I, I, I'll try to do the same. I mean, it's kind of hard when it's on your shoulder sometimes, you know, I'll try to like kind of like look towards other things, especially when people are just like, what's going on? What's you got on a shoulder? What's you got? I try to, yeah, just try not to shove it in people's face or try to make an attempt to like, you know, keep people out of frame if you can. Uh, it's kind of nice, but I don't know. That kind of stuff, some, sometimes you're going to run into people that are like, Yo, man, give me off that camera, man. It's just like, it's like, all right, I'm going the other way now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and if you go into places, like, I'll ask sometimes, unless it's, like, not a big deal. And then if they ask you to leave or say no filming here, then it's fine. Not a well, big so deal. You just the question is, are there places that don't allow you in? And There are. Are there t are there specific types, or is this sort of on like a an establishment by establishment basis? Holy yeah. places, I would say in Europe are big on not having it. Like you can go into churches, but if it's like a holy place, I believe, or a place where there's like something going on, then usually not. And it's then a lot of museums, a lot of museums won't let you have it either. It just depends, though. Um, sometimes I think it's just the backpack per se, like on the Eiffel Tower, you can't have the backpack, which is why I'm trying to rig the side thing mm. for it. Okay. And so I imagine when it comes to museums and places like that, there's, there's always somebody at the front. There's a desk. You walk in and you can just ask. So you don't have to be worried about being surprised 30 minutes into your endeavor when somebody's like, get out of here with that backpack. <laughs> Actually, I had that issue two days ago. Really? <laughs> and uh everybody saw the camera went through security went through buying my ticket and then i go into the place the first room is fine the second room she's like no camera i was like oh okay well can i just have a refund so i can come back another day without the camera huge issue i was super nice about it but they were total jerks and i actually left probably crying like they were just really mean to me yeah. Only well, bad experience I've had with the camera, but it was just like they would not give me a refund. They would not understanding at all, and it was just a not great experience. Luckily, it's only fifteen euros down the drain, but still, it was like really. What was so, it? What? What was the establishment? Gosh, I don't know if my chat. I know some of them are in here. They could tell the place, but it was like uh, it was like some palace or something. Oh. Okay. But yeah, they were they were not cool. With it. So I was like, okay, that's cool. That that did seem to be uniquely French in my experience was uh was ex being expected to to know the things. It's like they know it. Everybody else in this room knows it. I don't know it because I'm not from here. And yeah, I just like, didn't well, know. And nobody know. said anything until I got after right. I bought the ticket. Like, <laughs> they thought on, like, they got another no. one. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it sounds like. 
Yeah, but otherwise, usually, yeah, at the front they tell you, and then you can find that out before you go in. Yeah, and, and usually yeah, I generally easy. ask that anyway. Right. So, so Glam Shatterskull asks if it's better to rent stuff for part-time IRL, or uh, should you, like, right off the bat be looking at, like, I need to design or, or look at a build, budget it out, save up the money, and then and then go for it. Is, is this the kind of thing... And we talked about this a little bit earlier in regard to, like, make sure that you know that you want to do IRL streaming, you get yeah. a sense of it by... Because it's just, like, free and free-ish and easy enough to just do it from your phone to get that initial sense. But what about after you decide that you want to? Maybe try to find specific events once a month and try and rent something out to go out with that and see what the next step is like before building yeah. it. I mean, yeah, I would recommend some people maybe try to rent something like at first, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing is the data. And, you know, if you're doing global stuff like VAs, um, you know, you're probably going to need something. Well, if you don't want to run into tech issues, something that's got good headroom and coverage everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I imagine she has four of the big boy, you know, plants hooked up to that thing more than likely. But if you're just streaming from like whatever local area there, you know, you you might be able to figure out some really good local plans where you're going to get right. good data. And but yeah, data is definitely probably the biggest like cost. Overall. Like I, I probably want to start with like the Portland market, uh, right. you know, and just like I'd go out there and get it's a easy couple to right over there. Yeah. You don't even have to if you're doing something local like that. That's not in an area where coverage would be bad. You don't honestly need four modems all the time. Like you I was should, working with two. two the other day. Yeah. I was working with two the other day and working pretty good. Um, there were some areas that made a difference, and like obviously, you know, two of my modems that were working were just the little like plug-in ones, so I couldn't like connect my phone and other things to it. So having the bigger modems in action are good because, like I said, it bounces off each other. So in different areas, one might work better than the others. So having the four stable connections is great. But if you're in a really populated public area or like open it's area, yeah. it's yeah. probably not entirely needed. I just didn't want to run to, into any problem. Totally with you on that. And if I like, if I can afford it, that's exactly what I would be doing. Yeah. For, for so this too. was, yeah. this was the, the alternative, but I, when I was in Portland, I was just using two modems too. Yeah. Um, but I would say like, it depends on how much you're going to IRL stream. If you're going to IRL stream a lot, I say build the backpack. Cause honestly the renting costs, like for me, like I was like, I would rather just build the backpack cause you rent it. But if you're only going to, if you can afford it, I think it's like four fifty for, I don't know how long you even rent it for maybe a week. I have no so idea. In my opinion, data too. That's probably yeah, right. for the data as well. I think it's with the data as well, but, um, like I said, depending on what you're using data-wise, there are cheaper options. Like I have a modem from Verizon, and it only has so many gigabytes, but if you're only streaming once a month, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, sure. So where would you even rent it from? Or, or You rent it from the unlimited IRL or uh, slash live, or yeah, unlimited IRL sells it. Uh, okay. and Gunrun does too, right? Gunrun um, has a website where you can build it, but yeah, I think they work in conjunction yeah. with each other. Okay. Cool. Um, um, yeah, there's. But the don't answer. be. Sorry, you go. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, uh, yeah, as far as like the modems go, to there was at one point where I, where I was using just one modem 
plugged in and I had the other one tethered to my phone like as a hotspot for the Wi-Fi. So that, that can work too in a pin. That's yeah, you can use your Wi-Fi. You could also, if there's a place you're going to that has Wi-Fi, you can plug into their Wi-Fi as well because there is a Wi-Fi port on it. Um, but the biggest thing is if you want to build the backpack and you don't want to just buy it pre-made, I say build it. It's not as hard as you think. It's There's a lot of guides online. Yeah. There's a lot of it's people the in the backpack. If you're, like, if yeah. you're going to be doing this as like a hardcore hobby or professionally, Pre-built pre stuff is great once you know what you're doing, um, you know, and, and connected with a with a sponsor or just wanting to not have to deal with that. If you know how stuff functions, fine, but you definitely need that kind of experience because you're invariably going to have to troubleshoot and doing that in the field or when you're having a really fantastic like event or a stream or something. It's it's just crippling. Do that work ahead of time to get the wisdom and experience and lay that groundwork for your IT that's going to happen next week or next year. Exactly. And it literally only took me maybe an hour or two to put it all together. Oh, dang. I mean, well, granted, longer to... Eight, yeah. <laughs> it won't take you about eight, I swear. It'll take you way less time. Well, I'll be getting your help when I when I do it. So exactly. It's a little bit easier for me. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll trade. I'll help you build the backpack. You make one of those fantastic, delicious meals of yours. That, that's a, the perfect tag team. Absolutely. Um, any other last bit of advice that you want to give about IRL streaming? Try it. It's amazing. And I love it. And it might not be for you, but at least, you know, if you really want to try it and you need a change of pace, don't be afraid to do it. Um, you know, start with stuff that you love. If it's something you love, do it, make, make the effort, use your phone first though. Like I say, it's like with streaming, start with the low amount of tech first, then work your way up. See if you love it first, because if you buy the backpack and you don't love streaming, what a waste. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. And you're probably not going to find somebody on Craigslist that's going to want to buy that <laughs> out in like podunk wherever <laughs> yeah yeah just take it off your hands no big deal yeah, however yeah. however if you don't irl stream i still say get out there sometimes move around because it's important not to just sit in the computer all day every day all the time Couldn't agree get out that. get some fresh air once in a while yep um sequisha anything any last bit of advice about IRL streaming? Um, I mean, you definitely need a way like if you, you can do it from one phone with the Streamlabs app, I had good luck with it. Um, from one phone, like, you know, it was probably actually, I don't even know if it's available on on iPhone. I imagine it would be it probably is. Um, but maybe not because I know at first there was a like an IRL stream thing that was only on on Apple only on the uh, the iPhones. And then, because uh, I always used Android, uh, Streamlabs app was the one that that worked on that. Um, and it got super hot, but I think one of the most important things is make sure you're still able to kind of, you know, uh, find a, uh, a way to engage with chat is still pretty important. So if you're just streaming whatever and, and, you know, screaming your experience out into the void without any reciprocation, it may not go that well. Um, <laughs> people would be like, hey, so where are we going today? <laughs> Uh, oh, he okay. He's not reading my messages. Okay, 
I might, I might just go elsewhere. I like how that's your Twitch chat you voice. <laughs> that is what Twitch chat sounds like if you're tuned into Confirms. the frequency. <laughs> oh yeah, just you know, be sure you you think about these things, whatever problems you might you know run into. You know, make sure you've got good power supply with you. Hydration is super important. You know, you don't want to like get a kidney stone this summer, running around drinking a bunch of Red Bulls out in the sun. Or something. You don't know, you know. Lisa Quisha. Maybe I do. <laughs> IRL stream it, you know? In the hospital. <laughs> surgery, oh, surgery. Oh, somebody uh somebody asked about gigabyte or data usage for a stream. Mm -hmm. I will say if you stream like uh I could tell you one of my modems right now, and it's only been working a couple days, has already gone through eight thousand megabytes. Just for one of the modes. What eight thousand? Oh, right, eight gigs of it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So I would easily say if you're probably bouncing off one modem, you'll use like, I mean that's well for one hour. It's hard to say for one hour, but I'd say at least one or two gigabytes of data at least. So just plan that it's a lot. It it burns your data yeah, very yeah. quickly, well, which is why I have unlimited. Yeah. 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 And the other thing you'll run into is that the, some things will be data capped. So the modems I'm using yeah. are not data capped yeah. for the month, which is why they're so expensive because data these days, it's really hard to get a non data capped plan. And I know that I would be too dumb to, to run the math properly. And I'd be going at like, I'd expect like a quarter of what I'm actually going to use. And I'd be out there and, be, and then suddenly it's all cut off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm in the middle of my trip. Yeah. Or it'll go down to the, oh, you have a limited, oh, but you hit your data cap. So enjoy the slow internet that everyone else does. I know. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Um, Sequisha V, thank you guys for joining us on this thank awesome, for inviting awesome us. episode. Really um, thank you. This is fantastic. Um, let's do some shout outs. So, V, where can we find you and uh, what are you up to? Uh, well, I'm everything at V Parlefoy, V I E P A R L A F O I, French name. I'm not French, no. Uh, and I am in Paris right now. So I've been streaming every day uh, from Paris. And I'm going to be in Europe for longer. So I pretty much am IRL streaming every day all the time right now. Uh, I'm playing VODs on my channel when I'm not live. But usually I'm live about uh, 1 to 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right now, uh, which is about 10, 11 a.m. Uh, Paris time and I'm streaming literally up until sunset and sometimes beyond so uh, You can catch me pretty much all week all the time awesome. at some point on my channel That's awesome. So Quisha, what about you? Me? Uh, normally I'm found I, I there's gonna be a lot more IRL streams from me now that I've got all the tech worked out I did a lot of them last year the year previous to that a, a little bit here and there too especially while I was in Cologne or Cologne, I guess, for Gamescom 2017. That was actually, I think that was the first time I ever did a IRL stream, I believe. Really? It was because I was traveling. I was like, ah, you know, I want to share this, sure, whatever. let's do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm normally found uh, hovering my my cursor over 
enemy player's heads and hitting left mouse button. <laughs> I like taking long walks off of short piers. <laughs> I think, wait, I don't know. But yeah, no, I normally play video games, first person shooters, survival, and all kinds of stuff like that. And there'll probably be a lot more IRL coming up. Probably That's a lot exciting. more of uh, Pokemon Go and, you know, and uh, me getting wasted. And uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just going on and having like a beer too, you know, and like all the silly people that come up to me. There was one popular clip where a woman saw me streaming and she came up and, uh, you know, it, it, she thought she recognized me. And then like, I don't know, I ended, I ended up telling her like I did like, like porn or whatever. She was like, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Like it was <laughs> joke, right? Like, I don't know. So yeah, it was kind of. So this is the kind of stuff that's tied into your head when you're like, yeah, and you get out in the world and you have some crazy experiences just talking to random people. Those are the stories that you are collecting. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are the clips, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stories, I got trolled super hard by a little girl the other day that I didn't see. She was, oh gosh, if I have somebody who has the clip, maybe they can put it in chat. But literally I went to spin this thing to read and this little girl, if everybody could see it in the cam. I couldn't see it because the cam's over here. She ran up started like pulling it faster so i couldn't read it and then she ran off and i went around i was like there's nothing here like is somebody pulling this what is going on i was like it just moves on its own so i come back i pull it back down she runs up and does it again and i'm just like oh my gosh it does turn on its own and then i walk away but the camera's like facing behind me so everybody can see that she's still behind there but i'm like Oh, there was nobody behind there. It just the does it on its own. Everything. And like, as V's walking away, as she's walking away, the camera can see the girl still playing with it. And she, she doesn't know like on stream. So it's really funny because everyone else sees it. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's pretty funny. You yeah. have your eyes on the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah, would love old, to see that clip. Old Mortem just said he could post it in the chat if you permit him. But yeah, it was ridiculous. I'm like, I, I, and later the chat's telling me they're like, there was a little girl. I was like, no, there wasn't. And then I see the clip. I was like, oh my God, there really was. <laughs> and then so I, and I figured it out because I walked back to the same thing later and then I turned it and it didn't move. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I got totally trolled by this little girl of all things. Oh my God. This clip has 30,000 views. <laughs> oh yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, the tr it's on reddit and like so many people have seen it it's ridiculous that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so <laughs> just watch the end of did that did you ever finish that story by the way no i <laughs> didn't on <laughs> never know I now i have no idea what happened i was like i can't read this <laughs> Oh gosh. All right. Uh, Hunter, shout outs. What are you up to? Yep. Hey, I'm doing mystery projects right now and everybody's going to find out later. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash the Hunter Wild on Twitter at the Hunter Wild TV. It's got the TV at the end because sometimes mom puts me up on the TV even though my parents aren't allowed to watch me stream. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, and um, <clears throat> I almost forgot. I'm uh, the co-owner of Streamer Square alongside this amazing, brilliant, and beautiful broadcaster, Loco. Uh, Loco, what are you doing? Who are you? What are you up to? Uh, I am 
at twitch.tv slash L-O-W-C-O. I am currently playing some Ano, and I think I might actually check out the Mortal Kombat story tomorrow before uh, I head off to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital for the uh, uh, yes. summit. So I'll actually be gone uh, after Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I play pretty much everything. Variety streamer. And uh, looking forward to Days Gone later this month. Yes. I hope that's good. By the way, your clips for Sekiro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I actually just I like, completed I Sekiro. Oh, nice. I actually beat Sekiro. Not gonna so. play hardcore. Not gonna play like the hardest mode now. There's so there's you know. only one mode. Good luck. Oh, is Wait, there? Loco. Okay. Hold on a second. So you beat the the four phase boss at the end, right? Yeah, I've heard that there's another thing. Yeah. There's some, so still, there's some different endings. There are things. But I'm done. It, the credits rolled. The game ended. <laughs> okay, you're done. Okay. I'll be back <laughs> one day. <laughs> um, That's how I felt because I played uh, I played Resident Evil, the, the new remake. I played the hardcore mode, and I was like, holy crap, this was the hardest thing. And when I beat it, I was like, yes, done. <laughs> Never touching it. Putting it, it away. Yeah. <laughs> But um, that was really cool. I just loved your reactions to it. It was great, both those clips. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so if you guys enjoy this content, we do shows every single week here on uh, Streamer Square. So definitely follow, follow us if you want to see more uh, streaming-related stuff. And uh, you can check us out on YouTube, Twitter, uh, our website. We're basically Streamer Square everywhere. And uh, we have a Discord that's open to everybody. So if you guys need help, yes. you have questions about streamer uh, streaming, uh, or you just want to network, definitely check out the Discord because it's open to everybody and it's free. Um, and last but not least, if you guys enjoy the show, we do have behind-the-scenes content on our Patreon every single week. Uh, so if you want to see what we talk about before and after this show every week, definitely check out the Patreon. It's 5 bucks a month. It's literally a Twitch sub, and you support uh, us making more content for you guys to help you guys get better at streaming. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it, guys. Until next time. Uh, this has been the stream scene, and we'll see you next Monday.